This past weekend, the Islanders were so good one night and so bad the next. We talk about the dramatic win Friday, the flat play on Saturday, and what finally caused Barry Trotz to lose his temper. That plus a former captain is our Islanders' birthday of the day. All that and more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Sart tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Hope everybody had a great weekend, and thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered with this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. We've got a lot to discuss on today's show. The playoff hopes really fading. We'll break down both of this weekend's games and what a mixed bag it was. But first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to email us at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWarsNYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So follow me for instant insight and analysis, and it's always great to interact with fans during the games. A real mixed bag for the Islanders over the course of this weekend. Uh, they pick up a dramatic win on Friday against the first-place Carolina Hurricane. And, you know, that was the kind of game that the Islanders, when they play the way they played on Friday, they are capable of really beating any team in the league. And, you know, Carolina comes in to the game in first place in the Metropolitan Division in a dogfight. I mean, they need those points to stay ahead of the New York Rangers and to possibly try to catch Florida for home ice advantage if it comes down to a conference final. There's a lot of reasons Carolina needed this game. Carolina was the home team. You figured, hey, uh, they'll be ready to go. And yet, uh, the Islanders come in and just play a game that we know this team is capable of playing. And the result was a 
exciting two to one win. And look, I can go over the litany of why the Islanders were able to win. And you got to start with Ilya Sorokin, uh, 20 saves in 21 shots, 952 save percentage there, getting the job done and sometimes in dramatic fashion. Definitely got to give credit to him. But more importantly, the Islanders really played Islanders hockey. And the fact that Sorokin only faced 21 shots in this game speaks volumes as to why the Islanders were able to win it. And you look at the shots on goal. Carolina really outplayed the Islanders in the first period, especially late in the period, outshooting the Islanders 12-7 to in that opening 20 minutes. But then... Nine shots on goal for the rest of the game. The last 40 minutes, Carolina only had nine shots on goal, and they were limited to just one shot on goal all of the second period. You hold the opposition on their own home ice, no less, to one shot on goal in a period, you're going to win most of the time. And that's exactly what the Islanders did in this one. Uh, J.G. Pajot kept his hot streak alive with a goal. That was encouraging. And then, you know, the Islanders let in the tying goal late. I mean, in the final minute, how many last-minute goals have we seen from this team? But Vincent Trocek ties it with less than a minute left. And you're starting to think, oh, the Islanders blew it. They, They lost this lead that they worked so hard to get. No. No, 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 no. They come back. They are able to get the win. Kyle Palmieri scoring the game winner with 14 seconds and change left. Uh, Parise and Nelson with the assists in just dramatic fashion. And, you know, some rumors going around, some murmuring going around that the Hurricanes were just a little too vocal with their celebration after they tied it. And it sort of inspired the Islanders to win it in regulation. Whether or not that's true, I'm not going to say. But bottom line is that a goal for Palmieri. He had a goal and an assist in the game. And the Islanders come away with the dramatic 2-1 to win over Carolina. And get two big points in the standings. Now, little controversy in this game, Casey Sezikis, early, very early, 20 seconds into the third period, gets a two-minute penalty for boarding Brendan Smith of Carolina, and player safety steps in afterwards and gives Sezikis a one-game suspension, so Zeke sits out the Saturday game for the Islanders against the St. Louis Blues. I kind of question this. Uh, suspension. Clearly, you know, Sezikis is not someone who would be considered a dirty player or a repeat offender by the NHL. The referee, who was right on top of the play, was not the one who called the penalty in this one. And the referee further away from the play called it. I think all the fans in the stands helped call that penalty. I'm not saying you couldn't have called a penalty on that play, but Smith did turn his back to Sezikis at the very last second, 
There was no intent. I could see the two-minute boarding penalty as legit. I could even possibly see a double minor as a possible option, although to me the single penalty was the most appropriate call. But overall, uh, to then suspend Casey Sezekis for a game as a result of that hit on Smith, uh, I think that was a bit much. Now, if Casey Sezekis had a long list of dirty plays, uh, you know, yeah, I could understand as a repeat offender going out there and saying, okay, you know, we got to send this guy a message. He's not playing the right way. He's not learning from his mistakes. That wasn't the case. You want to stop intentional plays like that in the National Hockey League where the players' numbers end up facing you. You hit them. You check them into the boards. That is boarding. That is the very textbook definition of what boarding is in the National Hockey League. But as far as that being a suspendable play, I got to question that. One game, okay, you know, I just think it was the wrong decision by the NHL Department of Player Safety. It did save us from seeing Casey Sezekis take another dumb penalty, uh, which he seems to be doing every game in the last three, four weeks. But uh, I, I do question the decision to suspend Zeke for one game, but that's what the NHL did. And he served that one-game suspension Saturday in the game against the Blues. We've got a lot more to get to. We will look at the disaster that was that Saturday game against St. Louis. Did the Islanders miss Casey Sezekis? Yeah, they probably did. We'll talk about that. Plus, what caused Barry Trotz to get so angry? He took a penalty uh, for what his reaction was to his team's play. We'll break all that down. Plus, we've got a former captain as our Islanders' birthday of the day. All that and more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. It's a product I literally use every day. I'll tell you, I started taking Athletic Greens because I I just don't like to take pills, and I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. And I wanted to see what all the hype was about because I've heard so much about it. Well, what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All these things. And look, it's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, while still tasting really, really good. And it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all these different supplements yourself. And you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and 
five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So, good game on Friday for the New York Islanders. Saturday, not so much. Uh, The Islanders just played poor hockey all the way around, no matter how you sliced it. On Saturday, they fall to the St. Louis Blues by an embarrassing score of 6-1. to one. Uh, I'm going to give you the highlights of this game in 10 seconds or less. Uh, Simeon Varlamov played okay, even though it doesn't show up in the box score. And, oh yeah, Grant Hutton, congratulations. He had his first NHL point. And, of course, it was also his first NHL goal. So, congratulations to Grant Hutton. Obviously, no Casey Sezekis in this game. Uh, He was sitting out his one-game suspension. But, realistically, this game was just plain ugly. And there is no excuse for a veteran team like the New York Islanders to come out and play as poorly as they did against the St. Louis Blues. Now, look, you can give me all the excuses you want about the schedule being so tight, and it is tight because so many make-up games because of COVID. This is the end of a five-game road trip. You can give me all the excuses you want to give with regard to why this team would be flat second game of a back-to-back traveling from Raleigh to St. Louis, arriving late at night. You could you could give me all these reasons and maybe they have something to do with it. But the problem is, you know, you could play poorly, but the effort has to be there. And quite honestly, in this game, it wasn't. And we literally saw the Islanders just sitting still for large chunks of this game while the Blues, who are admittedly a a good team with Stanley Cup aspirations, but the Blues just skated circles around them, winning almost every 50-50 puck battle and keeping the puck in the Islanders' zone. How many giveaways did the Islanders have? And I'm not even just talking about the statistic, because statistically, uh, officially, you know, three giveaways for the Islanders, but turnovers in their own zone all game long. It was just one ugly play after another, and this team just showed nothing as far as desire, as far as uh, hustle, as far as effort. And when they fell behind by a score of four to nothing, uh, Barry Trotz had seen enough, and Trotz tried to call timeout. The referees did not respond. He started banging his, uh, uh, grabbed the player's stick, started banging it on the boards to get their attention. Still no response. And then he throws the stick onto the ice. Trotz takes a two-minute penalty. No, the Blues don't score on that penalty. But even if they had, the game was already out of reach. And Barry Trotz's quote after the game was that his team was, 
brain dead after the first period, that they didn't have enough fight in their game. I would say both of those things were understatements. And this has got to be, uh, you know, you almost wonder realistically why Barry Trotz didn't get to this point sooner. Because it is just, it was an embarrassing performance out there. How bad was it for the New York Islanders on Saturday? Well, look, I I don't want to single out any one particular player, but I'm going to use this guy as a highlight. Matthew Barzal, the most dynamic offensive player on this roster. No goals, no shots on goal, minus five in this game. Now, was was Barzy the only player out there playing poorly? No. You know, uh, Zach Parise, minus four. Oliver Wallstrom, Zdeno Chara, each a minus three. There was plenty of blame to go around. Uh, Their identity line, and Andy Andreoff got called up, and he has since been sent back down to Bridgeport, but Andreoff got called up, filled in for Sezikis, played ten and a half minutes. You know, the identity line didn't play badly. Uh, They were the only line, I think, that didn't play particularly badly. But boy, oh boy, was this Islanders team just not ready to play. And you're not going to win hockey games with that kind of performance. They weren't shooting the puck. They weren't defending. They weren't doing anything particularly well. And, you know, you look at the shots on goal in this game, and each team had 31. But then you look at where those shots came from, and the Blues had so many shots that from that high danger area, including four, uh, four of their goals coming from that high dangerous area, four of the six, uh, where the Islanders, all of their shots, not all, but 80% of their shots were from far, further away, not in the high danger area, and... Just, uh, you know, it, it just wasn't uh, a game where the Islanders came to play. And you can't have that. You, you're allowed to have an off game physically, but you have to care. And you have to show that you care. And look, Barzal, no shots on goal. Bailey, no shots on goal. Bavillier, one shot on goal. Uh, that's not going to get the job done. When... You know, your top forwards in this game just aren't putting the puck on the net. Who led the Islanders in shots in this game? Ryan Pulak with five. Physicality wasn't there. The the heart that sort of personifies what made the Islanders successful in the last three years really was not there. And we saw, as a result, what a poor performance this was by the New York Islanders. So, disappointing play on Saturday. Friday, they looked like they could beat any team in the league. I don't know if they could have beaten too many AHL teams or college teams on Saturday. And look, the net result with 11 games left on the schedule, the New York Islanders are just not going to make the Stanley Cup playoffs. Washington keeps on winning. They won again on Sunday. The Islanders are now 15 points behind Washington 
Yeah, they've got a game in hand, but they're 15 points back with 12, uh, 11 games to go. So a maximum of 22 points. If the Islanders win out, Washington just has to win uh, four of their 10 games uh, in order to clinch that playoff spot. So, you know, it, it just isn't going to happen, folks. The Islanders are not going to make the playoffs this year. Anyone who was encouraged by their recent hot streak, and I was encouraged, I still am encouraged overall by the way this team has played over the last six weeks or so overall, but that 08-3 and 3, uh you know, slump in November and December, there was no margin for error after that, and this team just ran out of gas, plain and simple, did not have what it took. When we come back, we will discuss uh, our Islanders' birthday of the day, a former Islanders captain who was a part of a big trade that brought him to the island. We'll have that and some other thoughts as we head into a home-and-home against Pittsburgh Coming up Tuesday and Thursday, all that and more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting and sports info. Find out the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Stanley Cup playoffs also coming up. You can certainly place bets on that. BetOnline, where the game starts. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and like all Built Bars, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite. They've got incredible flavors like yummy, cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, which is my favorite. They're so good. These are going to be your new favorites. And look. Most Built Bars contain just 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and 4 net carbs, but they pack 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy, and I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and today is the 52nd birthday of former Islanders center Trevor Linden. The native of Medicine Hat, Alberta, was the second overall pick in the 1988 NHL entry draft by the Vancouver Canucks. He was an integral part of the Canucks' run to the Stanley Cup final in 1994, which they lost in seven games to some team from Manhattan. Uh, but during the 97-98 season, the Islanders acquiring Trevor Linden in a trade with Vancouver. He finished 97-98 with the Isles, spent 98-99 there before going on to play for Montreal, Washington, and then finishing his career with a second stint in Vancouver, 
A very good career for Trevor Linden, 1,382 regular season NHL games, 375 goals, 867 points, 895 penalty minutes, and you add 124 playoff games, 34 goals, 99 points, and 104 penalty minutes. He won the King Clancy Memorial Trophy in 96-97 with Vancouver. We're going to look at one of Trevor Linden's better games with the Islanders. We take you back to April 17th. 1999 Islanders and the Penguins at the Igloo, the old Igloo in Pittsburgh. Wade Flaherty, the goalie for the Islanders. Tom Barrasso gets the start for the Pittsburgh Penguins, and it was the Islanders getting on the board first. Tyler Wright of Pittsburgh off for slashing, and Ziggy Palfi scores his 20th goal of the year on the power play. Mark Lawrence and Brian Smolinski with the assist at 356. Isles are up one to nothing. The Penguins answer, well, the Islanders first extend their lead. Marius Tchaikovsky is 21st from Ziggy Palfi at 7.32. Then the Penguins get a power play chance. They answer some young guy named Zdeno Chara in the box for holding. Yarmir Yager takes full advantage. Eight seconds into the power play. Yager his 42nd from Jan Radina. Two to one Islanders at the end of the first period. Second period, all Islanders, Matt Lindgren gets a power play goal. Uh, that makes it a 3-1 to one game. It was his 10th, Palfi and Barry Richter with the assist. And then our Islanders' birthday of the day, Trevor Linden scores at 14:38. That goal unassisted, and it's 4-1 to one Islanders after 40 minutes of play. In the third, Yaramir Yager makes it a 4-2 game. His 43rd, Kip Miller and Yuri Slager with the assist, but then the Islanders close it out. At the 2.06 mark, Trevor Linden, our Islanders' birthday of the day, his second of the game, also unassisted, his 18th of the year. That gives the Islanders a 5-2 lead, and then two shorthanded goals in the same uh, power play. Mark Lawrence of the Islanders was off for interference. Ziggy Palfi, two unassisted shorthanded goals, one at 3.04, one at 3.57. Islanders skate away with a 7-2 win in this one. 27 saves for Wade Flaherty, but for Trevor Linden, our Islanders' birthday of the day, two goals. He was a plus two, and he scored on both of the shots that he took. Linden never really as happy, I think, as an Islander as he was playing for Vancouver. That really was his NHL home. But for a season and a half, he served as a leader and an inspirational kind of a player for these New York Islanders. And in his only full season on the island, uh, 18 goals, 47 points in 82 games. So Trevor Linden is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Happy 52nd birthday to Trevor Linden. Look, the Islanders not going to make the playoffs, but you look at the schedule and they definitely can play spoiler. They've got Pittsburgh twice, Washington twice, Tampa Bay, the Rangers, Florida, Carolina, Toronto. This uh, schedule is tough, but what it does mean is that the Islanders are ready and capable of beating any one of these teams and really influencing what does happen during the playoffs and, and who gets in, who gets out, what the seeding is. 
And again, to me, the more important thing is building that winning culture and getting this some more optimism surrounding this team, proving that the slow start this year was more or less a fluke caused by a 13-game open season-opening road trip and a ridiculous uh, bout with COVID in November and December. That is going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Thanks for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow with a full preview of the game against the Pittsburgh Penguins and a lot more, so make sure you join us for that. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders!